It takes money. I hear you're spurned. He's using any opportunity to fluff his poppers. That's where, what I'm saying. And like, that's not even a euphemism. <laughs> <laughs> jackets, jackets, jackets. Oh, everywhere no. I see. <laughs> where is my jacket? And now it's not with me. I have to think about that one. If someone says stare down my orifice, I'm yeah. picking mouth. Yeah, Jeets. She gave me some pain. Way Queen Radio. It's in ramblings. How long? Oh my god, I had a how long. Let's do my how long first. Okay. How long? Ooh. <laughs> Is that your how long? No. <laughs> Is that like a Halloween special or something? No, you're howling. How long? Howling? Very good. I Okay, let's... <laughs> how long mm. after someone else has used a spoon mm. is it acceptable for you to use it? After it's washed. Do you think instantly as soon as it's washed? Yeah. What do you mean? As in like, because they may still be using it or how long until it's not gross? No, no. They've definitely finished. Okay. Yeah. I'll, as soon as it's been washed. I'm painting, I'll paint you the scenario that I've okay. been coming across recently. All right, Bob Ross. I go for breakfast. Julian has already had breakfast. Yeah. He's had his cereal. I do feel weird about it. I know what you're saying. I would get my own clean spoon. Well, the problem is we've got very few spoons for whatever reason. Right. Our supplies are low at the moment. <laughs> Someone started playing the spoons? Maybe. I suspect what happens is Erica like takes one. She's often like eating breakfast on the go in her okay. car. And so there's a lot of like probably car spoons accumulating. <laughs> but it doesn't help me when I need one at breakfast. Right. Also, yeah, keep in mind like... All three of us moved in and brought different things to the table, right? Sure. So there's a mixture of like all our spoons in the top drawer. Mm-hmm. My spoons, I would say, are the the. Uh, Yours are spoons for giants. No, I've got like the normal size spoons. Oh, because at your house you had giant cutlery. <laughs> yeah, like we definitely were leaning towards the uh, the larger cutlery at my parents' place. Everything at your parents' place was mega-sized. I felt like, you know, Goldilocks when she's using Papa Bear's things. <laughs> well, I grew up with um, man-sized... This bowl is too big. Yeah, I grew up with man-sized tissues. Yeah, it was the standard tissue in your house. Yeah, and so, like, I think they like either took them off the shelves or at least... No, they've renamed them. Well... Whatever it is, like for a while, because I think they only renamed them recently. Yeah. Which is like the craziest thing. Like, <laughs> we got to be political and correct about our tissues now. Right. So what are they called, by the way? Large, I guess. Human-sized yeah. tissues. <laughs> Generic, non-gender specific person. I quite like human-sized. What does that make the other tissues? These are for birds. Yeah. Well, that's what it felt like. Because after I was like, you know, used to these man-sized tissues for years. Yeah. I couldn't find them anymore when I moved out. And I'm like, oh, my God, I have to have like five tissues to wipe my nose because <laughs> these just aren't doing it for me. Regardless, I brought a handful of normal spoons to the table. Yeah. And <laughs> everyone else seemed to bring like soup spoons or really big spoons. Okay. And you don't want to eat cereal with either of those. I don't mind. It's like the you should see the spoons that... Like the other spoons. They're very spherical. Okay. So and quite like, wide. It is yeah. weird to open your mouth in that direction. That's what it I'm saying. Really, like I can get it quite far out forward, but <laughs> like the width is kind of set, isn't it? Yeah. You don't want a spoon that's like touching either side of your mouth. No. And that's what that's it what feels I'm saying. like. The width of your mouth is set. Yeah. Length is negotiable. Because it makes If you've f- got a really long spoon, you can work with that. No, these are like, it's like you're eating with a shovel or something. Like, it's like the spoon is filling my mouth for some reason. And so, like, for, at the moment, we're down to like two or three good spoons. Wow. Just say Erica's got one That's in her That's a car. crisis. The other one's like in the dishwasher waiting to be washed. Yeah. Julian, he refuses to use the dishwasher, so he'll have breakfast, wash it, and then just put it in the drip tray. Okay. So, my options are, one, large comically yeah. spherical spoon. <laughs> or, a ladle. <laughs> uh, yeah, essentially I've got to eat my cereal with a ladle <laughs> or use Julian's just washed spoon, which, while I know, has been used by a million other people. Yeah. Like that spoon has been in a hundred people's mouths over the years. Yeah. Predominantly mine, I would say. <laughs> but it doesn't make it less weird when I pick it up and it's still wet. Yeah, that is weird. You're like, I know... Who used it? Like you want it to be used anonymously, right? I agree with you. You don't want to know who last used the spoon. That makes it weird. And I feel like having him wash it, dry it, and put it back in the top drawer is probably not going to fly. Uh, I think I would be more comfortable with that. Oh, it would. I would be mu- much more comfortable. Yeah. 
but I feel like he's not going to try to float that idea. And he's going to be like, no, go fuck yourself. <laughs> get up earlier if you want the dry spoon. I mean, he's got a point. If you want the dry spoon, get up earlier. Is What's it worth the, it? It's not, but... <laughs> okay, well, then it doesn't mean that much to you. It means a lot to me. I think the not best solution much. is just to buy some spoons, but <laughs> so far that has yet to happen. No, I say up at 5am, <laughs> cat burglar into your kitchen. You know, my, um, my ex-girlfriend, mm. she had a problem with her brothers and sisters using a toothbrush. Ugh, I know, right? That's, that is so weird. That's the natural human reaction. Ugh, what do you mean? How does that even happen? So she would just have the toothbrush drawer. Yeah. And obviously everyone's got their own toothbrush in it. Yes, good. But they would just ignore the system. That is disgusting. And just grab, I guess, the nearest toothbrush. Oh, my God. I don't know. like, Or just one at random. I would emancipate myself legally. And go live in the streets like well, boy for sale. I'd be Oliver Twist. Spoiler alert, she moved out. <laughs> yeah, I would be Oliver Twist. I don't know if that was the reason, but I'm sure it contributed. <laughs> so, yeah, they would just open the drawer and just grab, I guess, a toothbrush. I think I would just keep my toothbrush on my person at all times. So this is basically what she had to resort to. Yeah. She would plead with her siblings going like, hey, this stop using disgusting. my toothbrush. Especially because you've got your own toothbrush right there. It's not yeah. like her toothbrush is... So much more convenient. <laughs> well, the family can't afford more toothbrushes. Yeah, it's like her first. She's the oldest. Right. There's literally no reason for them not to use their own toothbrush. It's not like she's got an amazing, much better toothbrush. Right. They're all the same goddamn generic <laughs> toothbrush. So she would plead with them and it would still happen. And that's like the grossest thing. That like is disgusting. Just knowing that... Like, I can't imagine you put it into your mouth and it's like already wet. Oh. It's like when you put on bathers yeah you like go for a swim and it's like been a hot day but not hot enough for it to dry properly right you go like i'm gonna go for another swim even if it's your own wet bathers it's gross it's They're still like, really gross yeah and you can just like hang out in wet bathers after you've been in the pool for a whole day and it's fine yeah but, but the putting act, them back on yeah, yeah you it's don't like wanna... these are no longer clean no like, i know idiot you wore them an hour ago <laughs> <laughs> and it's that kind of thing but like, at least in that scenario, I know I was the one who made them wet. Yes. In the toothbrush scenario, you're like, holy crap, what happened to this toothbrush? <laughs> yeah. Well, just before the podcast, I went into the toilet right after you. Okay. And I felt weird about that. Because I had, like, flooded it with water. No, it was, <laughs> no, there was no problem with the toilet. Like, if I hadn't known you'd just been in there, it would have been fine. Yeah. But it was just like immediate like you came out and I immediately went in and it felt weird you felt like it was violating the just the proximity or something like it was just too quick a turn around yeah that's right the toilet needs a break <laughs> oh you think this is for the toilet <laughs> yes kind of that's right no I'm always more um, I felt weird about it I have to say I'm more cautious about well, I'll flush it mm. and then like water will get dropped onto the seat and every, you'll be like everyone will think I peed there. yeah and then it's like, all right, I'm going to wipe it up with this piece of toilet paper. Flush and now I have to that flush down. Again. It's like a roulette of like... Okay, uh, I live here now. Yeah. Just wiping up. Wiping and flushing, wiping and flushing. I'm stuck <laughs> in a vicious cycle. It's the Sisyphus of toilets. Yeah. So what I've like... Because this is a regular problem in our bathroom. Right. So what I've had to resort to, especially because I share a bathroom with Erica, mm -hmm. where like I don't want to be accused of... Of peeing on the seat. Yeah. But surely she would know how the toilet... Is. But I don't walk in there and there's ever water on the seat. So you're like, what is she doing? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I guess like the the solution is just to close, close the, the lid. lid. But like as a guy, that's like not really a learned behavior. Yeah. Recently. Or put, leave the seat up while you're flushing. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's probably another alternative. Look, there's <laughs> plenty of there's plenty of ways to go about this. But. Yeah, it's not exactly Einstein's riddle. <laughs> <laughs> what I've resorted to so far. Oh, my God. Is I go down the pipes <laughs> <laughs> and pull the waste in <laughs> from, from the bottom. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll flush once. Then if there is any drops on the seat, mm. I'll like wipe that with toilet paper. And then I'll go to like the bathroom. We've got a, a trash can in there. That looks so weird. I know. Like I don't want to be like the guy who's carrying His toilet, toilet tissue around. around the apartment. Yeah, that's weird. Like even though the bathroom is right <laughs> near the toilet itself, it's still like I have to 
emerge into the corridor with toilet paper. Yeah, and that raises questions. And even if I try to like be subtle about it, just say I hide it like kind of in my hand, like scrunched up. That's even weirder. Well, yeah, if I get someone like catches me doing this, then it really looks like I'm up to something. Suspicious. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you don't want that. I feel weird about putting toilet tissues. Like, do you ever use toilet paper to blow your nose? It's happened. Yeah. It's happened to everyone. We've all been there. And I feel weird about putting that down the toilet. I'm like, you've been elevated from your previous station. You shouldn't have to go through this. <laughs> <laughs> so you're in your mind, the uh, the snot is a step up from its usual occupation. I would think so. And so... What would you rather get on you? <sighs> I guess the snot. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> but I don't think it's like now royalty of the toilet paper it kingdom. Is. Yeah, it is. No. It's, tissues it's, look down on toilet paper. No, this is like comparing someone who makes like $1,000 a week to like $1,100 a week. Yeah, it's not still like, better. It's better, but it's not like <laughs> $50,000 a week, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, back to... The toothpaste, the toothpaste. Yeah, that scenario. is so gross. What she had to resort to in the end was keeping her toothbrush in her bedroom. Yeah. Just so her brother and sister wouldn't end up using it. I would booby trap it. <laughs> How so? I don't know. Put like hot sauce on it or something. Just have like a decoy. <laughs> or toothbrush. itching powder or something. But like, I guess, yeah, hot sauce would probably, you'd probably realize that it was. The toothbrush. It's got to be something that like they immediately realize. Oh no, they don't need to know. But then what I just if, want to mess with but them. Then what if they're like, I'm so itchy. Anyway, I guess I'll just use this toothbrush again. Next well, I'm time. just like, ha ha, you're itchy. At least I've got that. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to know why. Mm, well, they might think that you've got some kind of condition. Good, they'll stop yeah, using my toothbrush. Saying, right? <laughs> <laughs> What's up, everybody? This is Ben, and this is Vicky, and this is episode 170. You haven't seen Ramblings? A very trepidatious episode is it what are you nervous about i've had computer problems for the last few days and so i feel like there's not a zero percent chance that mid-episode the computer just refuses to record and crashes so usually it's me yeah i I (laughs) refuses to record mid-episode and (laughs) crashes now i'm i'm dealing with it from all sides (laughs) here so it's a miracle if you were a rose between two thorns exactly (laughs) i've always said i've got my how long before oh yeah of course yeah mine's not as good as yours okay how long do you let someone sleep before you start to worry that they're dead or that you should maybe knock on the door uh so in the scenario am i like a roommate yeah it's not your child no i'm saying like if I haven't heard from you in... Oh, no, I don't live in your house, yeah, so that's fine. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, like, it's been 15 hours, is yeah. she okay? No, 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 you're you're living in the same house. So, like, a same-aged family member or... And we're keeping the same hours. Yeah. Because, like, you know, if I'm living with someone that's doing night shift... You're just going to expect that they may be on another sleep. Yeah, we're probably it's not, not going to... the same sleep. Exactly. I guess it also depends, like, do I know if they've had a big night the night before? And no, like, they're no, just, they're, you saw them, they're like, yeah, hey, a bit tired. But yeah. you're not, they weren't up for a rage or anything. And just this like was, kind of a normal week and they said they're a bit tired, went to bed. Yeah, and this is an irregular situation. Like, they're usually waking up at like 9am. Yeah. And now it's like 1pm. Right, like, so oh. we'll say it's the weekend so that you know they've got nothing on. So yeah. it's not like they're like not going to work or something. There's nothing to worry about that way. Honestly. How many hours? Probably I would just let it go all day. Really? 24? Uh, well, because... Like, okay, they go to bed at 7 p.m. It gets to 7 p.m. the next day. Are you checking? I'd probably think they, like, snuck out somehow <laughs> without me even noticing. <laughs> okay, it gets to 7 p.m. on the second day. Are uh, you knocking? Yeah, I, I would, like... <laughs> yeah, that's, this is the question. How long? Well, because there's times, right, when... I haven't crossed paths with my roommates for days. Well, just say you know you've been in the apartment the whole time, okay, so and you know they haven't gone out, and you know they're still in. All there. right, so seven p.m. I'm like watching TV. Yeah, they I come. See in, them like come home. They say, "Hey, I'm a bit tired. Can't really hang out." And yeah. you're like, "No worries." And they like you know just like slump down in their bed, close the door, and like lights off. Yeah, I'm pulling an all nighter. Yes. Um, I don't know, studying for five, <laughs> right. as I am frequently <laughs> yeah, doing. That's right. <laughs> and uh, maybe I'm doing some kind of online challenge. It's like, yes. how long can you stay awake for? You're doing the how long can you stay awake challenge. <laughs> they could be doing the opposite challenge for all you know. Yeah. And so I'm like right outside their bedroom yep. trying to stay awake for like 48 hours. That's right. I know that there's, there's only no other exit. way out. Yeah. yeah. 
and uh, the live stream is going like, hey, didn't that guy go, go to, to bed, bed last night? <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, other Twitchers are yeah. asking questions. <laughs> like, hey, you haven't seen your roommate in a while. It's been 16 hours. Yeah, I'll give it the 24 hours, I'd say. 24 hours? Yeah. Okay. Do I know that they've got, is there like an ensuite or anything like that? No. Yeah, I feel like 24 hours I might be like, hey, are you okay? (laughs) (laughs) To give you context, so I went to bed last night and I had had a big weekend and then not slept well the night before. So I got home at last night. I was a bit upset, but nothing outrageous just because I was really tired. So I talked to my housemates and blah, blah, blah. Went to bed at 9 o'clock and then it got to 1 p.m. today and they were like, if you'd slept till 4... Oh, no, if you'd slept till two, sorry. So I got up at one and they were like another hour and we were going to come in and see if you were dead. See, they don't know you is the problem. (laughs) (laughs) Famously, I once called Vicky Mm -hmm. on my way home from work trying to see like, hey, are you ready for the podcast? Yeah. And I woke her up at 5 (laughs) p.m. So if it was you especially, like this is why I'm I'm like giving so much lenience to this yeah. time frame. Okay. If because, it's not me. Yeah, I know. But like, <laughs> I still feel like you've skewed my opinion. Okay. Here. Of how long people should sleep. Yeah. Like, I mean, sometimes you just got to sleep, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Would you query them about it if it was like 16 hours? Would you bring it up? Yeah. It's a conversation starter. <laughs> that was a big one. Yeah, I'm like, did you really sleep for like 16 hours? And <laughs> I guess they'd be like, I suppose I did. <laughs> Thanks for asking. Yeah. But was it a good sleep? Are you feeling refreshed? I feel much better. Yeah. And then I went back for a nap later. You had a nap after that? Yeah. So, you know, when I, you rang me and you're like, you sound like you've just woken up. I'm like, funny you should say that. Yeah. I, I messaged Vicky at like 9.30 in the morning. Yeah. I heard it come through. I replied and then you went like back to rolled sleep. Rolled over, went back to sleep. Yeah. And so, essentially, that's like a morning nap. Of I actually can't hours. even remember what you messaged me at 9.30 or what I wrote back. Well, I told you I was having computer problems and I needed oh. you to bring your laptop. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that stuck with me, I guess. Yeah. So, then I called her at like 1 p.m. Oh, no. She no, called. I called you, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Well, I, and then I called you back. Yes. And you, you sounded very groggy. <laughs> Indeed, I was. So I was confused because I was like, you sound like you just woke up. But I know you were up at 9.30. Yeah. Yeah. You were so accusatory. Well, because now... Yeah, I was definitely up to something. Because I was like, I called you and you called back probably two or three minutes later. And I was like, well, now I'm naked. And you're like, why? What's happening? You were awake at 9.30. I was like, all right, officer. (laughs) Well, I was just trying to get the timeline straight. I know. I'm like, this is not making a murderer. Why do you need the timeline? Because you're clearly at least (laughs) conscious enough or someone had stolen your phone and wrote back (laughs) to me to reply in the morning. Yeah, I leave it with other people overnight. Yeah. My secretaries. I'm like, I'm going for 16 hours. Uh, Yeah, someone's got to reply to my active social life. That's right. And so that wasn't enough for you. You you groggily woke up and yet went back to sleep again. Yeah. So I didn't know. I was on a day off. So I went to see the doctor because I haven't been feeling very well. And then I was like, oh, what am I going to do till it's time to go to Ben's? Went back to sleep. That's why I was late. So how many hours sleep in the last 24 hours have you actually slept? 19. Wow. That's like, <laughs> what, that's, that's like, what, four, sixth of the day or something like that? <laughs> yes. Well, what time is it now? Four, six, also known as two thirds. It's, yeah, it's was... even more than that. <laughs> yeah, it's 8.30. So I went to bed last night at nine and then I was up for, say, two hours in the middle of the day. And now I've been up for about an hour. All right, well, you better be like high energy this episode. Yeah. You've got no excuse. <laughs> I feel like I've overslept. <laughs> I don't know how this is like, I, I don't know how you can even nap really because I'm such a non-napper. Right. When I got back from... If I put my head down now, I could go back to sleep. Yeah, I'm kind of jealous of that. <laughs> when I got I back- mean, some people call it depression, but... <laughs> Whatever it takes, man. I've got the opposite. I can't sleep, so... Maybe together we can balance each You've other out. You've got repression? <laughs> That's right. It's a rare but serious condition. I'm too enthusiastic all the time. <laughs> I can't I just, wait yeah, to be awake. Right. 
I got back from Europe not that long ago. Yeah. And I was pretty jet lagged. I was doing mm. the thing where I was like, I'm going to try and stay up as late as I can. Yeah. It turned right. out that was until 4 p.m. Mm. I just hit a wall. Because my flight came at like right. you know five a.m. I hadn't slept on the flight barely for the whole. It was like a twenty-four hour flight. Right. So I got to four p.m. and essentially I've been up for a day and a half. I'm like, all right, I'm going to bed. Yeah. I woke up at six thirty. Gee, that's not too bad. That's a Vicky sleep. That's what I thought. Mm. And I did was, you? <laughs> well, I woke. I technically woke up at six thirty and thought that's a Vicky sleep. <laughs> I didn't think that, but I mean, it would rival yours, I'm sure. Uh, that would be, you know, like a what fourteen hour sleep. Yeah. I got up, got dressed, and everything. I realized it wasn't sunrise that I was seeing; it was sunset. Oh, so you'd only been asleep for two hours? Yeah. Oh, right. But I was so thrown because I don't nap. No. I'm like... You fool. You don't have this ability that I have yeah, to I was, just know what time of the day it is. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and so I'm like, well, now I don't do it. Like I was in the mode of starting my day. <laughs> and this happens every time I nap, which is like once a decade. Yeah. But it was like, it's, I'm so out of it at that point that I just don't know what to do. <laughs> and also like now I'm two hours ahead on my sleep schedule. Yeah. So chances are I'm going to like be up in the middle of the night not properly turned around and everything like I it just messes up the whole system (laughs) I'm all about naps I could take one right now so you can go to bed tonight and you'll go to bed at normal time and sleep through the entire night probably yeah see I gotta harness that (laughs) yeah I work shift work so I think it just catches up with you because some nights I only get like five hours or four hours sleep yeah so when I go to when I don't have anything to get up for I think I just catch up on all of it yeah, I definitely am glad I don't work shifts. Yeah. But there was like, I reckon maybe like two, three days after I got back, because I like a sleep in. Mm. Um, so do I. And well, <laughs> I know. Uh, not I don't like a sleep in as much as you, <laughs> but like I've got friends who, for example, will work instead of uh, nine to five, mm. it'll be like 7.30 to 3.30. Right, because they prefer to get it out of the way. Yeah, and then you've got like, not the whole person. evening, you know, to... Like, it's basically you've got the whole afternoon to do whatever you want, yeah. which is awesome, but you have to start at like... 7.30. Yeah, and like that means getting up at like 6 a.m. Yeah, I'm not doing that. No, fuck no. <laughs> and so I used to do like getting up at six because I live so far away from work. Yeah. Or like when I was at university, I've had early classes. It was the same kind of thing. And... People say, oh, yeah, it's like hard at first, but once you've done it for a month or so, you get into the rhythm They're of wrong. it. They're wrong. I never Those get people into the lie. rhythm. No. no, me neither. People say the same, same thing about shift work. If there's a rhythm... I haven't found it. No. <laughs> <laughs> rhythm is a dancer, and I am not. <laughs> Apparently, yeah, I need some dance classes. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and so, yeah, when I got back from Europe, mm. I was actually waking up, you know, 7 a.m. refreshed like a normal human being. Right. And I'm like, oh my God, I've got so much extra time in the morning. Mm-hmm. It's like, especially on weekends, like I like to sleep until like, like 11 a.m. Like sometimes. And it's like, that's an extra four hours that I can just do with my day now. <laughs> like I've <laughs> gone to the gym, I've had breakfast, I've done my laundry and, and it's, it's like 8.30. Eight. Yeah. <laughs> I do feel like a superhuman when I work early shifts. Yeah. Yeah. And so then it's like, well, now what do I do? Like, I guess anything. Yeah. <laughs> Enjoy myself. Yeah, usually it's like yeah. 1 p.m. and I'm like, finally, time to start my day. Yeah, I know. But in this scenario, I was like, oh, I almost don't know what to do with myself. <laughs> and so for like, yeah, three days after I got back because of the time zone differences and stuff, mm. my body has still a little bit on European time. I was like living that lifestyle. And then slowly it kind of like, you know, works its way back yeah. to normal. And I'm like, well, that was fun while it lasted. <laughs> so uh, It was nice to know how the other half lives. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Before we get too far off the uh, whole toilet issue thing. Yes. This has been something that's bugging me lately. I guess it's more of like a work problem. Mm-hmm. But tell me how you would uh, deal with this scenario. Okay. In the cubicle, there's an empty roll of toilet paper. Yeah. And then on top of that empty roll is a normal roll of toilet paper. I'd mm-hmm. say about like half used. 
Okay. And it's just like perched on the empty roll. And on top of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a series of other rolls, yeah. smaller and smaller. Each more small than the last. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Which roll do you take? <laughs> There's a series of uh, riddles that you must solve before That's you... Right. <laughs> Five of them are covered in itching powder. Yeah. <laughs> Only one. <laughs> Pick my toilet paper three. <laughs> like, mm, who are you, weird toilet paper mustachio twirling man? <laughs> Get out of here. It's gross. <laughs> Just want to do my business. <laughs> no one wants to play my bathroom riddle. <laughs> no, so there's just like one empty roll of toilet paper. Mm. Someone's clearly finished it. They've grabbed another roll that from the That does annoy me, the perch. Right, because it's not like it's this Herculean effort. To put to, it off and change it. Yeah. I know. I would change it. Is that what you're getting at? Yes, I would change it. Yeah. But I'm clearly, like, I'm in the minority here because the roll is already half empty. I know. I don't understand who these people are either. So what annoys me at home is we don't have a toilet roll holder at all. What are you doing? I know. What Indeed. Have, what have you got? Nothing. It just sits on the edge of the bath. In the bath? So at the end of the bath, there's like a... I don't know how you would explain it, but like a, a counter, okay. I guess, that's right in front of the toilet. So yeah. it just sits on that. Hmm. Because there's no toilet roll holder. It's broken off the wall. You can see where it broke. Oh, off. okay. Because that was my thinking. Like, did they design? No, it like, it's not a design floor. <laughs> yeah. No. So I'm like, who would design a bathroom without <laughs> no a toilet, toilet roll? Yeah. yeah. Like when we were remodeling my shower at one stage, I forgot to request a soap holder. Ah. And it like is one of those things that you don't think about until it's not there. There was no soap holder. Well, there used to be, and then we retiled it, and and they just didn't even think to say, "Hey, dude, do you think you might need this?" Yeah, right. And so now I feel like that's on the tradesman. Well, regardless, showering got a block of soap, and they're like, "Well, now where do I put it?" <laughs> it's mine forever. Yeah, <laughs> I'll be carrying this around all day. Exactly, and so. You need to get some sort of like turban to fold it into. <laughs> well, eventually I got one of those like shower kind of caddy things yeah, that you right. hang over the, over the, uh, what do you call it? The shower head. Mm-hmm. But it's not quite the same. It's, oh, you know, it's never the same. Yeah. Less aesthetically pleasing and the height is all wrong and yep. all that kind of stuff. And so I was wondering, cause that kind of thing, like someone just didn't think it through. <laughs> No, I think I can see where it was supposed to be. Yeah, yeah. and no one's uh, handy enough to repair it. Oh, uh, no, like it's completely gone. Yeah, but I feel like you could buy a new one, screw it into the wall, right? Yeah, all right. Well, I'm not going to those lengths. I guess sure. we found the lengths I will go to, yeah, which yeah. is change the toilet roll. Will I screw on a new toilet roll holder? No, I will not. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing, like you're on the toilet already. Like you don't have that. What are you bu- so busy with that you're like, sorry. Angry birds, yeah, I've obviously. got to check my tweets. I can't be yeah. dealing with rolls over here. It's like, you've got time to kill. You may as well change out a roll. <laughs> well, the other day I had the ultimate bathroom embarrassment. So I went to, there's two toilets, like two, what do you call them? Cubicles yep. in our ladies' toilet at work. I went into one, didn't even look at the other one, just went into the one at the back because that's my favorite. Like the one furthest away from the door? Yeah. I feel like that's kind of the go-to as you would assume it's the most hygienic. Yeah. I don't know why. And like it's got more space in it as well. Oh, so, it's like physically bigger? Yeah. Okay. I no, was thinking it's just... Emotionally space. Well, Mythbusters... <laughs> yeah. You know, just hold space for me. Sure, sure. <laughs> now, Mythbusters did an episode about this where it was like, which is the least... Um, filthy toilet cubicle mm. and it was the far cubicle. Yeah, I feel and like it's cleaner. So like, it turned out it was, mm. but I also was wondering... Is it the ones in the middle? Well, yeah, because everyone thinks that it's the furthest one because it's just that slightly little bit further to walk. Yeah. Turns out, no, we really so are So maybe lazy. everyone's, you know, using that logic. Yeah. And then it's like actually the most dirty. Yeah. But... No, it turned out, at least in their scenario, that was the one that was least used. Yeah. So I'm, I'm with you on that. I mean, there's only two, so it's not a big decision. But I still think it makes a difference. I think so. Yeah. Anyway, so I went to the back one, didn't even look at the front one. It's more spacious. I like the way that it's oriented. One face is forward, the other face is to the corner. It just feels safer in okay. the event of someone... Really? You have two cubicles facing opposite directions? Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, who is this, like, <laughs> architect? Yeah, I don't think it was architecturally designed. <laughs> Yeah, they kind of make like an, an L like that. So that's one cubicle and that's yeah, the weird. other. Yeah, it's very weird. I would make them facing each other just so you can oh. stare down your opponent. <laughs> have, a like a, <laughs> have a little um, window. that oh, It's only big enough for your eye holes. Oh. <laughs> anyway, they didn't do that. 
So I go for the back one because I like the way it's oriented. There's more space. It's up against said. a wall. It's got a lot going sure. for it. So I went into that one, didn't even look at the other one, came out. And I was the last person publicly because it was in the middle of a meeting to go to the toilet. And then someone else came out and was like, oh, my God, that toilet is so disgusting. It's so gross. And I had to be like, oh, I went to the other one. But it looked so fake. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, sh- thou dost protest too much. Yeah, they were like, oh, gross. Like, who did that to the toilet? And I was like, oh, which one? They're like, the front one. And I was like, oh, I didn't use that one. I don't know anything about it. And everyone was like, mm-hmm. That's what, every- that's what she would say. Yeah, exactly. They're like, that's something that a guilty person would say. Yeah. I do feel I like... That. I remember when we were on um, the Central Australia trip in high school, which mm-hmm. is the whole class essentially went on a bus trip to Central Australia for like two weeks. And uh, we stopped at some rest stop and it was like, you know, the bus was only stopping every four hours right. or whatever. So every single person had to use the bathroom. Mm-hmm. I think there was one toilet cubicle. Yeah. And so like, this was when we were, I think in year 11. Mm-hmm. After like you're five. You're the biggest of your pooping years. <laughs> Is that what you're saying? We were in our prime pooping condition. <laughs> yeah. And they'd feeding us nothing but fiber on this trip. <laughs> So by the time that like five... We're all drinking Metamucil. Yeah. That's the only sustenance. <laughs> five 17-year-old boys in mm. and it's like already Disgusting. a disaster zone. Yeah. And so like you could smell it like just as soon as you open the door. Yeah. So you know it's not just like one person's fault. Here. No. It's the accumulation of an entire busload of people. But I couldn't help but feel as I'm leaving the cubicle... The next person is going like, Ben did that. Yeah, I know. It's so embarrassing. <laughs> I've got the same, that was the exact same thing. I, I'm like the bathroom dirtier now yeah. for my team in my mind. But like, I need to redeem myself by being like, everyone come in, see the bathroom I just used. <laughs> yeah. Spotless. Perfect. But like what kind of made me feel better is that it's like, well, when they leave, they the too person after them is going to be, be like, like mm, they did that. Alex Aaron. did that. <laughs> <laughs> So, so it's an ongoing thing where everyone's like, they're gross. Like each person's giving one person down the line the side eye. But like in the back of our mind, we still know it wasn't just one person that... Mm, but the human condition. I man. know, that's the thing. It's like, <laughs> it's hard to uh, argue with your stupid brain. That's right. I agree. All right. So last episode, mm-hmm. uh, Vicky got a bit of flack for her uh, drunken antics at yes. the wedding. We discussed yep. those. So I felt it was only fair... If uh, this time the attention gets shown on me. Because you don't get drunk very often. So I have heard some of these stories and I was surprised. Yeah. And so uh, I recently went to a friend's birthday party Mm -hmm. and definitely had a little too much to drink. Which is not like you. No, I'd say there's like a handful, like a literal handful. Yeah, I could think of probably five times you've been extremely drunk. Yeah, in my entire life. And this is definitely one of them. (laughs) I would say this is the most. I wouldn't say it was the most, but mm. it's, you know, close contender. Yeah. So I guess, yeah, we'll just dive into it. <laughs> it was my friend's uh, 32nd <clears throat> birthday. 32nd. She's, mm-hmm. mm. you know, one of the the, the seniors of yeah. the group. Yeah. And, you know, I look to her for guidance, mm-hmm. inspiration. The elders. And uh, I guess that guidance came back, drink to excess. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it was one of these scenarios where the birthday started at like 4 p.m. in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. And oh, that's always the worst. Yeah. That's how you get so drunk. So well, I went to a party last Sunday that started at midday. Yeah. And by 6 p.m. I was legless. So this is what I was trying to avoid. Mm-hmm. And so quite smartly, I thought, is that I wouldn't go until like 8 o'clock. Yeah, that is smart. Because, yeah, if you go during for the day section, you seem to just sit around not realizing how much you're drinking and then by the time everyone else shows up for like the night party, yeah. you're legless and getting legless-er. Exactly. And like I knew this was one of those parties that was going to continue into a night event. Yeah. That's exactly what happened to me and I was tanked. And then I also, often in these kind of situations, mm-hmm. a lot of the people that I want to catch up with, they don't even get there till later. Right. So when it's like, you know, a, essentially a 10-hour party. Yeah. You don't want to be falling down at hour three. Or not even that. Like I... I don't want to just be chatting to like some random person that like I didn't come to the party for a friend of a friend of the host. Right. I want to see like the people they actually want to catch up with. So I'm like, all right, if I go later, I'll uh, have time to pace myself essentially with the drinks. 
the people that I want to see will be there and you know it'll go all night anyway so it'll still be a good time so uh when I got there there was a lot of people that had definitely been hitting it hard already Mm -hmm. and so there was a lot of conversations that kind of started with uh, like I'll for example my friends were getting married they just announced an engagement yep and so I was like tell me about this engagement and like you're way too sober for this conversation and I'm like they're like yeah you need to catch up basically Mm -hmm. and that's always the kind of thing that like drunken people say anyway I wasn't really I'm not usually one to pay that much attention but I'm like all right I'll top up my drink and I'll uh, come back yeah and so I guess a few of those conversations later (laughs) I'd had quite a few rounds to drink but I guess I wasn't really aware of quite how much I was drinking that's the problem yeah and so like I looked the next morning essentially mm-hmm. I'd, I'd definitely gone through I'd say like two thirds or some would say four six <laughs> of a bottle of Jameson yeah and quite a decent sized bottle at that yeah um one of those mini bottles <laughs> no it wasn't airpl- it certainly wasn't, wasn't airplane the bottle. size yeah no. <laughs> the, the, the mini bar it that's been right a few mini bar size Jamesons the party kind of like you know it's like kicking off it wraps up I would say for the most part around like quarter to twelve yeah and that's because everyone's been day drinking. Right. That's like, you know, what, like eight hours worth of a mm. party. That's enough for most people. But since I got there kind of late, I was still ready to kick on. And I was already half a bottle of Jameson down yeah, at this point. Yeah, exactly. And so uh, there was maybe like, I'd say like half a dozen of us left. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we're still having a good time hanging out, chatting. And well, some would say 12, 24th. <laughs> <laughs> Denominations was not... What I was focusing on. It okay. was basically just Denominations? Like denominations of, you know, the fractions of my alcohol <laughs> consumption. Right. <laughs> like, all right, who's Anglican? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Like numerators and denominators. Yeah. I think denominations is different. I'm still a little hungover. <laughs> all right, who here is evangelical? <laughs> <laughs> so there's like, yeah, a handful of us. Yeah. And one for each time you got drunk. <laughs> And there's like this, this is the uh, ghost of drunk past. Pretty much, there was like this uh, blonde girl like dancing to the music, so I kind of mm-hmm. like sidled all over to her. But yeah, we start like hitting it off and mm-hmm. having a good time. I went back to like refill my drink. Yeah, and like I see her dancing with one of the other guys, <gasps> and I'm like, oh, no, 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 <laughs> <laughs> that's not how this works. <laughs> oh no, we were the dancing ones. Oh wow. And so uh, I basically like stole her away from this other oh guy. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I don't know how I did it because I was obviously like drunk That's out of my so mind. so funny. I usually wouldn't have that much of a um, confidence, I guess, yeah. in myself. But I was like... Oh no, we're the dancers. Sorry. Did you uh, say that to him? I'm sorry. <laughs> I got to cut in here. It was like at the end of like a high school prom movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's Greece. Yeah. <laughs> <gasps> And obviously she was like very attracted by my... Uh, Confidence. Exactly. And drunkenness. Probably that as well. Mm. And so... She loves the stale smell of Jameson in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> we hadn't had time to go stale, please. Okay. <laughs> Fresh Jameson. Yeah, we're like chatting a bit and I think at like one point like we start kissing. Well, I think, I mean, like we did. Yeah. And she kind of like giggles afterwards. She's like, I don't even know who you are. <laughs> Good. Good start. Positive. And what did you say to that? Like I I'm James Bond. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to know, baby? Kind of. Really? Like, I don't know if it was because I was like just drunk or I was trying to be like fake deep. <laughs> well but no, what did you say? I said I like, am you. <laughs> she was like, what? <laughs> I am you in here. twenty years time. <laughs> that would have been great. Uh <laughs> No, I pulled oh, the no. I pulled the I don't know either move. Oh no! Oh, like, what are you sixteen? Either that or did I your just... fringe like go across one eye? <laughs> and your MySpace says raw. It might have just been because I legitimately was too Didn't drunk know. to remember. <laughs> but I've either. only been drunk five times. Yeah, right. <laughs> so I can't access many memories in this state. Exactly. So she liked that. I was she like, did because even in my drunken state, I was like. I'm I glad know that I said that. <laughs> That's so I would have thought bad. that was the end of the line. For oh me. yeah, I would have been like, oh, <laughs> "Well, you look at the time." Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know who I am either. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Sounds well, like something in Twilight. Yeah, I know. Like, who are any of us really? Yeah. Like, how can you really know oneself? 
<laughs> wow. So she giggled and like, you know, continues to making out. And so, yeah, we're just like dancing and kissing and hanging out. And at one point mm-hmm. she kind of like grabs my hand. She's like, let's go to the couch. Yes. Exactly. Oh, it's a highlight of your high school life. Oh, yeah. That's like, I wake up in the morning. All I want to hear is, let's, let's go, go to, to the, the couch. couch. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only reason I do anything in this life is to just hear those magical words. <laughs> let's go to the couch. <laughs> so those five words, baby, yeah. and I'm yours. <laughs> <laughs> it's always a top-notch party when you get the let's go to the couch. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. It's usually a sign of uh, it's been a good night. It's more exciting than come home with me oh much i don't know like, why well because it's like from the couch we both are on the same wavelength right of what's happening now the come home with me the let's go to the couch stage has already happened yeah not always in the majority of my experience let's go to the couch is the beginning yeah after that you're like all right well it's kind of on yeah Prior to that, you're like, oh my God, what's going to happen? There's always that nervous energy. You're like, I don't know what happens. Are we going to go to the couch? Yeah. (laughs) So we make our way to the couch. Mm -hmm. I sit down and it was one of those scenarios where instantly the room starts spinning. Oh no. That is the sit down, stand up principle of being drunk. Yeah. So no matter what state you're, depending on where you are when you're getting drunk, changing it will make you aware of how drunk you are. Exactly. So if you're like sitting down drunk and then someone asks you to stand up. You're like, oh God, I didn't know I was yeah, so you, drunk. That change of state makes you realize how drunk you are. Yeah. I was standing up drinking. I sat down. I was like, should not have sat down. Yeah, exactly. No matter, I used to think it was just standing up, but it's not. It's however you are when you get drunk, doing any change to that. Yeah. That upsets the equilibrium. Your body's like, whoa, 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 what is this? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I agreed to a standing up drunk. <laughs> yeah. And you're changing the rules here, buddy. I can't handle it. <laughs> So uh, I sit down and I've kind of got my arm around her. Mm-hmm. The room's spinning and then I'm like, all right, well, maybe I can just wait this out. Yeah. I'll sober up a little bit and... How do you do that gracefully? Because I'm usually like head towards lap, deep breaths. I have to assume, like, I mean, I was pretty out of it at this yeah. point, but I can't imagine I was doing anything gracefully. <laughs> okay. So she knows what's going on at this stage. Yeah. But again, like it's 2 a.m. Yeah. She's probably also in an equally delirious state. Okay. I'm just kind of waiting. I'm like, well, give it like five minutes. Mm -hmm. Maybe the room will stop spinning. Mm. Fool's uh, (laughs) assumption there. Uh, It's only getting worse. It's one of those things that you have like a few drinks that are still catching up to you. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, well, in order to sober up, I got to get drunk at first. That's the problem with shots. And I wasn't even doing shots. Oh, really? I find shots sneak up on you. I'm like, I have two and I'll be like, this didn't even work. What is this, water? I have five and then I'll just be walking around and it's like a brick wall just appears in front of me. Right. And I just walk straight into it like, bam. (laughs) Like it's like an invisible wall where I'm suddenly like, I don't even think this is alcohol. And then I'm like, yep. So that was definitely alcohol. (laughs) Maybe laced with more alcohol. I think that it was alcohol spiked alcohol. Yeah. (laughs) So like I've kind of got a decision to make at that moment. All making out is off the table at this point. I'm just like, how long is it going to be till like... Because I just, I started to feel it. Oh, no. Yeah. I'm like, I'm going to throw up. Yeah. And once I felt that, turned out it wasn't long. It was like literally, I guess, like a minute max. Okay. So you're like, how long do I have to extricate myself from this situation? Yeah. As like smoothly as possible without totally coming across as like, I don't know, like a dick or confusing the hell out of her or whatever. I didn't have time to navigate those waters because I was just like, sorry, got to go. (laughs) Had other waters to worry about. Yeah, exactly. So I make waters that were rapidly rising. (laughs) I make my way to the kitchen and just like totally puke in the sink. Oh, that's the word. I hate it when people puke on the sink. Go on the floor. I'd rather it. Really? Yeah. No, I don't want to like have to have the host clean up after me. You have to with the sink. No, I just like, I washed it down. Okay, good. Because if I have to clean it up from the sink, I'd rather you did it on the floor. Because then the sink, it's gross. You have to like poke it down the holes. Which is so gross. I'd rather you just sit on the floor and I can mop it up. Just so you know, if you ever need to vomit at my house, sure. you're not going to clean it Good up. Good to know. I think, like, thankfully, that wasn't the case. You know, it was, like, mostly alcohol that right. I was throwing up. Yeah. I usually cry. I think it's, like, tears of pure vodka. What do you mean? Like, like when you're throwing or when you're cleaning? When I'm, <laughs> when I'm cleaning. Okay. No, when I'm really drunk, sometimes I'll cry. And I'm like, this is just alcohol leaking out of my body. <laughs> it's trying to find a way. I wasn't, I wasn't in a tearful mood. I was just like, sorry, babe, gotta go. Yeah. There's still like a handful of my friends there mm-hmm. at the time. 
uh, amongst them was like my mate Jamie, who uh, has been mentioned on the podcast quite frequently. Oh and, yeah, he's a loose unit. And my sister, and also a loose unit. <laughs> two of the loosest units. Well, that's why they were still there at two a.m. Yeah. And Jamie like guides me to the spare room. Yeah. Wow, that must have been weird. Why? Because like he's the responsible one. Yeah, of all the like responsible people, when's the last time your sister and Jamie had to take care of you? Well, I'm, I messaged her like the next day, and I was basically just like, "Thanks for looking after me." Last to your night. sister, yeah. And she was like, "Yeah, it's no." It problem. was a novelty. Like I, <laughs> I feel like I owe you for all the times that you've looked after me. I kind of imagine it like. Jennifer Lawrence went on a talk show at one stage mm-hmm. and she told a story about, I don't know, the Golden Globes after party or something. Yeah. And she got really drunk and she's kind of like lying on the floor and Miley Cyrus like steps over her <laughs> body, kind of like looks down at her and says something like, get yourself together, woman. And like when Miley Cyrus is <laughs> telling you to get one, yourself together. Yeah. Then it's like, shit, like I really fucked I've up. reached rock bottom. Right. That's kind of what it felt like. Yeah. I know like me and my sister have this, uh, ongoing joke with my mum where you know we'll make mum laugh and she'll be like oh I love you too and then instantly we'll be like yeah but who more (laughs) and she's like I can't pick you're both my children like yeah 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 but who more more? come on and so I feel like you know my sister who she's been pretty open about this I don't think she'd mind me saying that she's been in rehab Mm. and she probably in her mind at that moment was just like she loves me more right now. <laughs> Another tick on the, you know, one rung up the ladder for old Kirsty. Welcome to rock bottom, Ben. Yeah, I'm the favourite tonight, buddy. Yeah. Did your mum pick you up? No, no, oh. but I think Kirsty's smart enough to know, like, this will get back to her. She'll, oh, really? She's like, he'll tell it on the show. She'll find out somehow. <laughs> so, uh, so Jamie is like leading me to the spare bed and... I guess I was protesting a little bit. I'm like, no, nah, I don't need to lie down, blah, blah, blah. And then immediately oh he's, like, drunk he's like, all right, just uh, lay down for an hour. If you feel better after that, I'll let you go. Mm-hmm. And like immediately. <laughs> all right, officer. Yeah, it was kind of like, like <laughs> officer Jamie. Immediately, like my head hits the pillow. I'm like, oh, this I is need pretty to lay good. down. <laughs> <laughs> I think when you're saying anytime... Anyone of any age says, I don't need to sleep, emphatically. Yeah. That's when you most need to sleep. Probably. <laughs> I tried to sleep. I'm like, you know, still basically just lying there mm-hmm. drunk, but it was better than trying to do anything else drunk, essentially. Yes. And I was like, kind of going like, oh my God, like what are the chances that in this place there was a spare bed? There was not. Like, there never is. I know, you know how this story ends. We've got a small apartment. <laughs> It's like three of us. There's three beds. As we've heard from previous podcasts, there's not even us linen. Someone had to sleep between two towels last time they stayed here. Yeah, right. <laughs> so I was just like, yeah, well, that, that worked out well yeah. for me, I guess. Like Another win. Well yeah. done, Ben. Good old Ben. <laughs> Day is saved once again. <laughs> About an hour later, it's like 3 a.m. at this yeah. point. There's this knock on the door and... I love uh, that they knocked. That's polite. Maybe they For their own room. There might not have been a <laughs> okay. knock, but like, you know, obviously like stum- someone probably more accurately just stumbles in. I was going to say, I'm not usually knocking to go into my own bedroom. Is <laughs> anyone in there? No, I'm, I'm right here and this is my room. Yeah. <laughs> Who would be there? And uh, yeah, this girl's just like, oh, there's someone in my bed. <laughs> Plot twist. Is it the blonde girl? That would have been amazing. It was a different blonde girl. Uh, shame. Wouldn't uh, that be a great end to the story though? I've been looking for It would have been night. a better end to the story, I guess. <laughs> I was still like way too drunk for anything but sleeping to go on. Anyway, she's like, well, can you move over? (laughs) And And you're like, barely. Yeah. But I kind of like, you know, wiggle my way to the other side. It's like a double bed. So I guess there was enough room. And I kind of apologized to her, but I'm definitely not getting up. I'm like, no, I was your first woman. Yeah. (laughs) This is uh, where I'm staying tonight. And so I thought like in my mind, like, oh, she just like called this bed. Mm-hmm. Like, I guess at the start of the party, she's like, hey, this is my bed mm-hmm. and uh, everyone else needs to know. No one else <laughs> should pass out drunk. So you've broken your own bed bagsing rule because you believe in bed bagsing. Uh, yeah. Well, like I was thinking if this was my bed at my apartment and someone like I'm going to bed and like it's like 3 a.m. 
I find someone else in my bed at 3 a.m., I was like, I'd be so pissed. Oh, yeah, wouldn't you? I'd be so annoyed. Yeah. She took it very well. Especially because you know they're like drunk enough that they need a, a bowl by the side of the bed just exactly. in case. I think she took it extremely well. You've been lucky in your experiences. Yeah. And so like morning comes. So she did bags the bed in a way. Yeah, by being hers. Yeah, <laughs> you know, paying rent on the house. <laughs> I can't believe you got out of this basically scot-free. Me neither. It's also like worth noting she was totally gay. Like if there was any part of her brain going like, oh, sweet, there's a guy in my bed. It was like, nah. No. She's definitely not into me. <laughs> but it is funny. Did like, that turn her gay? Or probably. She was gay prior. She's like, oh, God damn it. Like, someone <laughs> get me a for me pride now. t-shirt. <laughs> yeah. A woman would never do this. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think at like 31 years old that I'd be spending this much time in the same bed as people that like I'm definitely not sexually into. Mm-hmm. It's just like <laughs> happened a lot lately between this and uh, me and Eddie in Europe. I just... <laughs> who knew? Anyway. kind of Maybe like, the issue is not with where you're sleeping. It's with your sexual preferences. You think I should turn gay? Well, I'm just saying, you're getting plenty of time in bed with people. Yeah, but again, like people who aren't into me either. Yeah, that doesn't help. (laughs) (laughs) So we, uh, like, yeah, by like maybe like 7am, I kind of like sober up enough. I'm like, wait a minute, there's no way that she was just (laughs) a guest at this party and bags this bed. This is her room. Yeah. (laughs) I think that was quite evident from the beginning. And I'm like, I got to get the fuck out of here. (laughs) I would be so annoyed if I was her. And so I left and I kind of like, you know. Tail between your legs. Yeah. She went to the bathroom and I tried to like squeeze out without basically crossing paths with her. Yeah. But I was putting on my shoes and she kind of just like, oh, you're heading off. I'm like, yep, see ya. Oh my God, sorry. And so I talked to uh, Elle, the person whose party it was a couple Mm. of days later. And she was like, oh yeah, I heard you had a big night at my uh, 32nd birthday. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yeah, I feel like I need to apologize to your roommate. And, what uh, roommate? She's been dead for six years. <laughs> and she she goes, yeah, she spoke to me after and she's like, there was some guy in my bed. And Elle was obviously like, oh, who? Yeah. She's like, I don't know, just some guy with a backpack. <laughs> and she's immediately like, I know. <laughs> I know exactly who that yeah. was. So I do, I, I do appreciate my entire existence has been whittled down to the, the backpack guy, guy with a backpack. <laughs> Did she immediately know it was you? I mean, I guess it didn't take too much uh, more uh, <laughs> detective work. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So uh, I feel like we're on equally footy- equal footing now that we've uh, both had the, the drunken escapade podcast. Now. Yeah. Okay. Even Stevens. Speaking of um, being on an even level, Ben, you've been uh, embroiled in quite a long-term standoff with a company. Who's that? You have often been quite frustrated because the Chinese restaurant underneath your building has never given you chopsticks and you feel like it's a personal slight because you're a white guy. Yeah, I do think there's some like casual racism going on because they see me, they see my order. Like often it's before they even know that I'm like I can order over the phone. Mm -hmm. You sound like a white guy. Sorry. (laughs) And maybe they're like, the lemon chicken. I mean, the white guys order that. I don't, I don't know what's, you know. If what's that's... tipping them off? We're not sure yet. But regardless, like I've met Chinese guys that sound like Aussie guys. Yeah. So you just sound particularly white. Maybe they wait till I'm picking it up and they're like, all right, we don't need to Take waste any chopsticks yeah. on this dude. <laughs> but whatever the reasoning is. They're concerned about deforestation. Like we've ordered Chinese food from Uber Eats before. Mm-hmm. And it's come with chopsticks. But it's, it's come without chopsticks on occasion. Yes. And I'm like, this is a completely different Chinese restaurant. How do you know? They didn't interact with me before giving me the food. Mm. And yet they're like, this guy's, he's not going to know how to use chopsticks. <laughs> I feel like that's it's the judgment. It's the lemon chicken. But it's like, they just assume because I'm ordering lemon chicken, I don't need chopsticks. Do or you I don't want, want chopsticks? chopsticks. Of course. <laughs> I feel like you're a fraud if you're eating Chinese food and you're using a knife and fork. So anyway, you've been in a long-term embroiled, entrenched battle with them over this. Yeah. Every time you'll be like, can I have chopsticks? You never get them. Well, I don't ask for it. I just We have before and then not received. Oh, God. I tried to block that one from my memory. <laughs> that was obviously a low point. 
<laughs> so there's been an ongoing battle that every time you go there, you never get chopsticks. Yeah. And you feel that it's a personal slight. I'm, yeah, I'm very offended. I'm just like, <laughs> once I would like the chopsticks, please. Well, I've got some good news for you. Go on. You've prevailed. About time. <laughs> How long has it been going on? Well, I've been living here for like four and a half years, so <laughs> for the majority of that time. Well, I don't know if they were skimping on chopsticks because of this issue, but they've gone out of business. I won. <laughs> Battle did. is over. Yeah, you did. So it could have been they were scrimping on chopsticks maybe to save coin, save, save a bit of money. Keep the business from going under. Well, if that was the case, I would have, you know, maybe felt a little more sympathy towards mm-hmm. them. But... I have to feel like they went out of business because people were like, fuck you, give us some chopsticks. I'm going elsewhere. Yeah, I'm going to go somewhere where I'm not judged <laughs> on my yeah. prehensile abilities. I have a dream where a man is not judged on his order of lemon chicken, yeah. <laughs> but by his desire to eat Chinese food in That's general. All I ask. <laughs> so now the big question is like, what moves into the space next? What are you hoping for? I kind of want another Chinese food. <laughs> <laughs> because it was so convenient. It was good. <laughs> it doesn't have to be even the world's greatest Chinese. I just want it, like, because there's other Chinese around here, but that was A, definitely the closest and the best value for money. Yeah. Like, the you know, you can go to the casino. It's, like, quite expensive. Well, what I find weird is in the suburb where I was previously living, where a good friend of mine still lives, is there seems to be four kinds of shops that congregate around. Go on. So, two of them went out of business and we're like, whatever it is, I hope it's not a bottle shop, a pharmacy or a $2 shop. And it was? Yeah, all three. Moved right in. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, we've got like a surplus of um, pizza places around here. Yeah. Like in terms of fast food, if you want pizza or McDonald's, you're never more than like 100 meters away from either. Well, ours is like if you want a stylish men's haircut followed by a feather boa and a spray bottle or any sort of $2 item. I noticed in uh, like you travel a little bit further down to where my local supermarket is. Mm -hmm. That's like pretty much the hair district. Yeah, it's so weird. Why do they... I don't understand it. Is there some sort of like urban planning theory around why competitors are right next door to each other? I don't know. It's like when I talked to... um, When I went to uh, Dubai, Mm -hmm. we went to like the gold souk. Mm -hmm. And like every single store there, there's like a hundred different places all selling gold. Mm -hmm. And like one of you could probably just move (laughs) 10K away from here and you would have much less competition. Like I know that people are specifically coming... To this vicinity to buy gold shit. I get that. So, But just be the gold shit nearer to their house. Like surely it's you're going to work out better because it's all right. Just say there's like 200% more people there looking to buy something gold. Yeah. If you are getting like one one hundredth of that. You're doing because, well. Yeah. Because you're slightly closer to their house. No, like I'm saying like in this vicinity. Mm-hmm. There's a hundred stores selling gold stuff. Right. So you're only getting one one hundredth of the people that want to buy gold shit. Yeah. yeah. Unless yours is like clearly the best gold, <laughs> which newsflash, yeah. it was all the same. <laughs> there was like jewelry and some sarongs or whatever. Like Really? A gold sarong? I mean, I don't even think it was necessarily made with real gold. Oh. It was just like, you know, gold Yellow. colored and stuff. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's like, but anything shiny and gold-ish will mm-hmm. sell. So if you're selling that just like at a normal mall yeah, and you're now all of a sudden instead of one of 100 gold places, you're one of two. Yeah. Even though there's much less people there looking for gold, surely you're, you're still getting gonna, a higher margin. Yeah. You're getting half the people that are looking for gold to come to your <laughs> store instead of a hundred. Well, I just don't understand why hairdressers are right next to each other because I don't really care about hairdressers. I just go to one that's nearby and available. And once you find one, you tend to like stick to it. Yeah. So... I guess, like, the theory would be, like, let's just make our hairdresser closer to the nearest parking lot so people have to walk past ours first. Yeah, I guess so. But in that district, I noticed there's hairdressers and there's nail salons. Yeah. And this is a new trend that I guess is uh, kicked off in an effort to differentiate themselves because it's like, I have to imagine all these nail places are pretty much the same. Mm. Some will give you an extra finger. (laughs) Yeah, sixth (laughs) finger free. Yeah. So for a long time... There was a photo of one of the beauticians in the nail salon, basically a selfie with Paris Jackson. Oh, yeah. Michael Jackson's yeah, daughter. Yeah, yeah. So I'd see this like when I walked past. It took me a second to like flip. Like I have like a mental file effects almost. Yeah. Where I had to flip through the famous Parises. <laughs> There's only two. <laughs> Three. Who's the other one? Uh, 
who's that Perez? Perez Hilton. Yeah. yeah oh, he's, he's kind of per- <laughs> no, he's a Hilton. Yeah. I also went through him. It's Paris Hilton. Yeah. And Paris Jackson. And I also and got Perez, Perez Hilton, in there. Hilton was thrown <laughs> yeah, into the mix. I was. can understand he was. So yeah. I was like, oh. <laughs> so, yeah, Paris Jackson. She's like, I guess, showed up in Melbourne. For, yeah. Usually it's like spring racing carnival or something. Mm-hmm. They're in the Social area. Like, stuff. I got to get my nails did. Yeah. It seems like now that is like the go-to strategy because I saw... Paris Jackson? No, yeah. <laughs> everyone is like, oh yeah, well, I've got two Paris Jackson photos. <laughs> no, it's like there's as many um, celebrity photos as you can cram into a shop front as possible. And it wow. seems to be like, I think it's like, the caption under the photo was like Stephanie with Paris Jackson. And, and you're like, Oh, it's Stephanie. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I assume she works there. I, <laughs> hell, maybe she doesn't. I don't know. Um, but someone down the street is like, got their own photo with, I think it's like Misha Barton. Oh, wow. OC. Yeah. Like, Oh yeah. We can play at that game. <laughs> Stephanie. Yeah. Stephanie counted. It's like, Oh yeah. Here's me with, um, What's like Elvis's wife? Priscilla Presley. Priscilla, I think yeah. it's like her and Priscilla Presley are now like hanging out together. Well, Lisa Marie? It was, I think it was Priscilla. Uh. It was like, here is Stephanie and Priscilla <laughs> Presley. <laughs> I got two celebrities. <laughs> and so I do, I've got to keep an eye on this. Like maybe the strip will just be like constantly trying to one up each other. <laughs> I thought it was uh, unique to the nail salon uh, mm-hmm. scenario. There's a custom dress place right? where they like, you know, have all these like mannequins and stuff in mm. the window. Now they're jumping on the bandwagon. <laughs> I saw like a photo of their Stephanie with whoever. So it's like sooner or later, the whole strip is just going to be like, here's me with A list, B list, C list, D list celebrities. Yeah. And I guess I'll go to whatever one has That's the most. That's right. Here's Lindsay Lohan buying our flip flops. Right. <laughs> Getting my tacos on with uh, Dean Kane. <laughs> yeah. <gasps> Uh, before we wrap up, I did want to introduce one quick new segment. Excellent. A segment I'm calling Rage of Ben. Oh, hmm. Derivative. We, uh, we discussed in, I think it was like last episode, maybe two episodes ago, recently anyway, the fact that in Ghana they were getting news about Australian fruit being mm-hmm. uh, spiked with literal spikes. They yeah. were putting like needles being and spiked stuff with spikes. And, and strawberries. <laughs> Whatever happened to that? I guess they took all the strawberries off the shelf and now you're free to eat strawberries again. Yeah, I think it just fizzled out. No one was like, strawberries now safe again. Well, I expected I there to be an end to the story. Well, I don't think they caught someone who was like, you know, on the production line putting pins in fruit, if that's what you were hoping for. <laughs> in my mind, when you said that, I just imagined like three people in an office and they're like, we've narrowed it down to your section. So, you know, Bob, Jill, Simon... We know it's one of you three. And they're like, what? And one of them's got like Edward Scissorhands, but they're all pins. Yeah, pin, cu- <laughs> pin cushion gym. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. like, um, it's like the pinhead from Hellraiser. Yeah. <laughs> but his hands are all pins. He's like, oh my God. <laughs> Who I can't could it be? This. <laughs> they hide him under some kind of diversity clause. <laughs> I am shocked. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, no, so far I don't think they've caught. Pincushion gym. Finance gym. gym. But we were like, why? (laughs) I can just like, do you ever see something in your mind really clearly? Oh yeah, I can envision. Yeah, it's like right in my, it's really clear in my mind. He's like, oh my gosh, no. (laughs) (laughs) We've got to get to the bottom of this straight away. (laughs) Can't believe this. Uh, We were discussing, yeah, like why is Ghana getting all the news about Australian fruit? Mm. Like it doesn't really pertain to them. No. Like, they don't like I barely need to know not to eat a strawberry, <laughs> let alone someone on the other side of the world. So uh, I'm like, what are rhinos doing? Yeah, rhino news. Yeah. We were, we were like, like, that's way more like surely there's something that a rhino is doing that is more relevant to the people of Ghana than mm-hmm. Australian fruit. So Ranger Ben, it's much like your segment, Ranger Vicky, mm. which I know you were focused on. Typically it was uh, animal stories. Yeah. Sometimes it was a robotic bin story. I don't know exactly the criteria. That... It's animalistic. Sure. Uh, Ranger Ben is now just going to focus on rhino news. Right. So. Uh, is there an intro? Do you want to give me? I, I typically do the do 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 do. Okay. Well, you need a different do 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 do. Lay one you? on me. All right. Hmm. This is hard. 
Ranger Ben. <laughs> Baby Rhino bites man's finger during behind-the-scenes tour at Cincinnati Zoo. Excellent. Did you? Before we get into this, I read a great headline this week. Yeah. It was horse. Uh, Liam Neeson certain that horse recognizes him from previous. <laughs> <laughs> Did you read the article? Or you just I like, didn't. Oh, headline's good enough for me. I just saw the headline and I was like, "What does that even mean?" <laughs> I mean, presumably he's working with this like showbiz horse again. He's like, "Oh my god." Liam we've got, Neeson. We've got such a rapport. <laughs> I, just, I know he knows me. <laughs> Either like Liam Neeson's losing or it's a very slow news day. <laughs> yeah. I smiled. <laughs> anyway, go on. Uh, this comes directly from WLWT Digital Staff. Oh, good. You know, that prestigious uh, mm. author. I would hate it if it wasn't their digital staff. A call- their analog staff only work 12 hours right. a day. A call rang out over an emergency radio channel Tuesday that had crews wondering if they heard it right the first time, despite the dispatcher's deliberate delivery. <laughs> okay. So they wanted to make sure the dispatcher was off the hook. Like, yeah. oh, well, maybe they were wondering because it was garbled. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Engine 32, 46 Respond, Cincinnati Zoo, 3400 Vine Street, gate number four. And what we have here is a rhino bite, the dispatcher said. <laughs> A one-year-old rhinoceros did in fact bite the finger of a patron at the Cincinnati Zoo, officials said Tuesday. Kendi, a young eastern black rhino, bit the tip of a man's right index finger during a behind-the-scenes encounter, officials said. <laughs> the zoo said the man was feeding Kendi an herbivore treat when he was bitten. An herbivore treat? Yeah, I know. Like, just say... I Grass. Like, yeah, like a leaf. <laughs> yeah. I'm happy to report that the finger was just dislocated, a zoo spokeswoman said. <laughs> Multiple crews were called to the Cincinnati Zoo for reports of a rhinoceros bite. Officials at the Cincinnati Fire Department said, Kendi was born at the zoo in July 2017 to Mother Sayaya. That's a long statement. (laughs) (laughs) He is only the fifth eastern black rhino born in the last two years in North America and the first to be born at Cincinnati Zoo since 1999. Kendi means the loved one in Swahili. (laughs) The fire department seemed to know a lot about him. I know, right? Really, like, we've got to do a press release on this. Everyone's going to be wanting to know about the rhino bite. Give me all your rhino facts. No, I'd like to think that they just knew it. They're like, oh, candy. Yeah, they're like, hey, uh, do you need a refresher? Now I got it. (laughs) I'm here all the time. I was feeding him some herbivore treats just Just last week, in fact. Uh, The Cincinnati Zoo offers several behind-the-scenes encounters, offering visitors up-close encounters with several of its animals. So uh, there's your rhino Rhino news. news. Because I know you're all like, what's going on with rhinos? That's apparently what's going on with rhinos. That's good. I do like that it was like, they're like, oh, no, it's just dislocated. That's still pretty serious. Yeah. Like, I guess it's not off. <laughs> but I would be pissed if I had a dislocated finger. I guess it's his fault. Like, don't don't go sticking your fingers in rhinos' faces. I mean, that's a lesson to live by. Yeah. So uh, My mother's always said that. It's good advice. Mm. Thanks, everyone, for listening. This has been another episode of Insane Ramblings. You can email me, ben, at insaneramblings.net. You can reach me, vicky, at insaneramblings.net. Podcast at insaneramblings.net will find us as well. Uh, you can add us on Facebook, facebook.com slash ramblings, where there will be a bunch of behind-the-scenes stuff, some clips you can share, and you'll be made aware when all of the episodes come out. Jump on iTunes where you can rate, review, and subscribe. Away, sea boat. Away, sea boat. Oh, oh, shit. Over it goes. Did you open yours up? Yeah. Did not fizz a drop. Oh, really? Really. Well done, Ben. Congratulations. I'm going to eat some freckles. How are they? Mm, good. Thanks for asking. Just let me know when you get. <laughs> All right. It's in ramblings.